From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to Advancing Vibrant Communities Lighthouse Live Radio International Podcasting Network. And uh, Elaine, you know, last week uh, we had people logging in from places I can't even pronounce. Hi, all, all over surprised. Europe, and it's just amazing to have you with us. And we thank you so much for uh, joining us every week. And tonight, uh, a great privilege uh, to join in, in partnership on the airwaves tonight with. The Second Harvest Food Bank and Pastor yes. Randy Clark and uh, Mike Mallory here with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, to talk about, uh, you know, when, when Jesus saw the people who were hungry, the Bible tells us that he had compassion yes, upon them and he did something about it. And uh, that's what we're about here is doing something about the needs of the community so that uh, Jesus Christ can become a real um, experience for those who are in need of him and in need of uh, physical needs as well. Before we introduce you to uh, Pastor Randy and Mike Mallory, we'll uh, check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do if they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate for Jesus Freaks Radio. But this time, I don't have a story. Instead, I'm challenging you to start telling your own story. Your testimony, the story of how God has rescued you from the crud of this world, just might be the best way to share the gospel. That's even one of the reasons God allows suffering, so that He is glorified when a Christian finally finds peace. That's also why the Voice of the Martyrs collects testimonies from all over the world of brothers and sisters in Christ who are suffering for their faith. Anyone who reads their testimonies at persecution.com or hears your testimony cannot help but give glory to God for His grace, His love, and forgiveness. For more insight from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. And back with your Lighthouse Live Radio. And actually, there was some method in my madness. And, and yeah, actually, <laughs> there's often no method in my madness, but tonight, <laughs> tonight there was uh, with the voice of the martyrs talking about sharing your story. And that is so powerful. And before mm-hmm. we go to Brad Dacus, we have a short, a short story to share about um, Saturday, which was our graffiti wipeout day. And, you know, these Proverbs uh, 3, um, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. And we, we were a, a tad bummed mm-hmm. Saturday morning. We were expecting a, 
a big group of uh, teenagers who had been with us before and did a, a wonderful job to go out and, and wipe out graffiti as we do on the last day of the month in, in the hot gang areas of, of West Modesto. And uh, unfortunately, we got a call from their pastor, and he says, uh, nobody's here. Not going to happen. So there were, there were four of us, uh, staff people here from uh, Advancing Vibrant Communities, and, you know, we, we, we went out in faith. We really did. And, and you know, God had plans. God had plans. Talk <laughs> about the first lady that we encountered over a back fence. Uh, well, and this is, was a first for ABC. Uh, she leaned over the fence and said, weren't you guys here, you know, some time ago? And, and we just uh, really love the work that you do in the city. And she handed us a contribution uh, for the ministry yeah, here yeah. at ABC. And, uh, of course, we thanked her. And it was just, a, as I said, that was a first. And, and what a blessing. What a blessing. And then speaking of Proverbs, we met Solomon. No, not no. not the same one. No. That would have been a good trick, huh, Pastor Randy? That was, that was good. Oh, that was yeah. good, Pastor Mike. We have some juice here at ABC. Uh, <laughs> when we need wisdom, Pastor we just, go, we just go to Solomon. You know? older than I thought you were. <laughs> well, actually, uh, Solomon was uh, a gentleman from the neighborhood, and yes. he happened to be just uh, trudging down the alleyway as we were wiping out graffiti and and his thought was hey i need a job and here's some guys that are painting and and maybe i can pick up a job here you know so he he comes up and and uh talks to uh the ever ready bunny uh john engel and uh says you know can i can i help paint and and uh kind of works into the fact he needs a job and you know what would it pay and that sort of thing and john says well you know we're we're here from local churches and and we're here to uh, donate our services to the community out of the love of Christ. And Solomon looks a little dejected, and so he says, Well, I'll, I, I got a friend to visit. I'll, I'll come back maybe later. And I figured we wouldn't see him. And, and Solomon trudges off. And about, I don't know, what, 30 yards down the, down the alley, uh, Solomon does an about face. He comes back, and he says, You know, I, I'm going to donate my time. I, I'm, I'm going to paint out. And uh, here's a guy. And, you know, we asked at the end, Solomon, uh, can we pray for you? And he, he kind of looked like, you know, a deer in the headlights, you know, with <laughs> he that. Really and, and kind of stammered a little bit as, I, I don't think, I don't know. <laughs> I said, well, you know, everybody needs prayer. Would you give me permission to do that? And he says, well, okay. And uh, so we prayed that Solomon would find a job and, and find the Lord. And, you know, God had, God had a, a design already did. on Saturday morning. And uh, we couldn't see that. But uh, one of the things, uh, friends, that we want you to share with us that's very important are stories like that. Mm. And don't think that yours is insignificant. Right. We, we want your stories for two reasons. One is we want to motivate other believers to get outside the four walls of their homes and churches and, and serve others because you know it is more blessed to give than to receive and the blessing that you get is something that you need to share with other people to to motivate them and and secondly we we just want to know what god is doing through you Amen. Right, so, now there's a couple ways to do this uh, one is to email us lighthouse live at uh, earthlink.net but there's another way too we we have a blog site now dedicated to stories it's called AV, that's in as V as in vibrant, not as the television network, ABC. No, no, no. AVC, <laughs> as in Advancing Vibrant Communities, AVC, Modesto.blogspot.com. Again, that always sounds like I'm <laughs> driving 75 miles out of the freeway and <laughs> plop, oh, I got a blog spot. Ugly on, on your windshield. No, 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 it's not, okay. no, it's <laughs> it's not, not like that kind of It's an internet, <laughs> internet blog spot. This is good. It's a good one. <laughs> a, a, B, I forgot where I'm going okay, now. Okay, get back on track. All right. 
avcmodesto.blogspot.com. Uh, log in there and uh, share your story as a comment with us, and uh, we'll be happy to publish it if you give us permission to do that. Yes. But if not, we, we'd just like to hear what's happening in your life and how God is working through you. Let's check in now with our friend Brad Dacus. It's time for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. Those promoting the idea that child pornography is just an expression of free speech were handed a defeat recently at the United States Supreme Court. Overturning a decision of the 11th Circuit, the decision upheld a federal law which helps to deter child porn. The law provides criminal penalties for advertising or distributing a visual depiction of a minor engaging in a sexually explicit activity or conduct. It is gratifying to know that our highest court is not afraid to send a strong signal to local policymakers that federal law will protect children from sex predators. I'm Brad Dacus. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live as we take a look at the Volunteer Center of the United Way, an opportunity for us to get out there and volunteer uh, in the community. The American Cancer Society's Relay for Life, a 24-hour event, uh, June 7th and 8th coming up this weekend in Lodi and Stockton and June 21st and 22nd in Modesto and Turlock. Volunteers needed on the first day of each relay to register walkers and teams and to set up of the luminaries for the evening ceremony honoring cancer victims and to help out with other activities during the event and on Sunday to help out with cleanup and the conclusion of the event at all sites. Uh, it's a great, uh, fun event. It happens you know, every year. When, when they set those luminarias up, yes. I mean, that is touching. It uh, is. Very th- and there's an option there. Some of the, and, and you know what the, those are, friends, they're uh, kind of uh, uh, Hispanic uh, culture thing. You see a lot of them in, in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's a brown paper bag, small one, mm-hmm. with uh, a candle inside. Right. And there's sand, sand there. And I'll tell you, they, they light these, and, and some of those are lit in honor of people who have beaten cancer, mm-hmm. at least for the moment. Some of them are in honor of people who have died from cancer. And uh, you see these kids walking, you know, around that track with these lit uh, luminarias, you know, uh, on the side of the track. And I'll tell you, that, that is absolutely touching. And, again, uh, we encourage you to do that. Our, our families, our kids have done it for a couple of years. And what a great way to uh, to help others and uh, to show that uh, the church is also involved That's in that. That's right. And the names are read. It is very a touching thing. Another uh, item you might want to get involved in, we, we thoroughly encourage this, the Modesto Gospel Mission, providing medical care for homeless men, women, and children. Uh, the medical clinic, uh, physicians and registered nurses are needed to volunteer just one day a month treating needy individuals at the clinic. Medical clerks are also needed uh, to welcome patients into the clinic and to help out medical personnel as needed. The evening medical clinic is open Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 to 9, but hours can be arranged to fit the doctor's schedule. That's a good thing. The YMCA... Isn't that all the way? It's always that way. Of course. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> the doctor's in Dr. That. Chin's on my board. I'm just and kidding. You're going to be on his list yeah. if you don't be careful. I'm on many lists. The YMCA of Stanislaw County. Share your love. And Pastor Mike's doing the YMCA thing. Share your love and knowledge of baseball with mm. youth this summer. Great thing. Great thing for you to get involved with. Volunteers are needed to coach or assist youth in four youth baseball divisions. We're talking T-ball. That's ages three to four. Those are little guys, and that is so cute. I just love that. Coach. It's about my speed. (laughs) There you go. Hey, coach pitched ages, and that's five to seven years. And the junior giants, ages eight to ten. And player pitch, ages eight to ten or eleven to fourteen years. And then umpire the games. That's uh, that's a good one. Practices and games are held Tuesdays. Thursdays and Saturday through August. That's a long season. So volunteers must be at least 16 uh, years of age, and all adult volunteers must pass a background check. And must behave themselves. Must behave yourself. So keep that in mind, Pastor Mike. The youth. It's who- never the kids. It's the parents. <laughs> you know, and that you know, is the, the, the truth, worst- isn't it? Assistant coaching challenges I had. The kids were perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the yep, parents that get out of so line out there, true. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pastor Andy shaking his head. Yep, You've he had some knows. experience with yep. that. Huh? I think we have. <laughs> now, the youth who would like to participate uh, in the league may sign up at the Y. The YMCA puts Christian principles into practice through programs that build healthy spirit, mind, and body for all. And then we want to let you know of an opening. Uh, at the Volunteer Center, the AmeriCorps VISTA position uh, opening and the Volunteer Center of the United Way. There are two full-time positions available at the site and 20 additional positions available throughout California. And Barbara Borba wants you to know that you can get in touch with her about any of these items at uh, 209-524-1307, extension 113, or you can get her uh, by email at Borba at uwaystand.org, and she would be happy to let you know about this job opening or any of these items on the United Way uh, list of items to uh, volunteer. And you can always get a hold of us here, too, because we have so many uh, opportunities, uh, dear friend, for you to serve in this community just daily. Uh, you can check out our daily uh, update page uh, at our website, uh, www.vibrantcommunities.org, and uh, you'll find furniture needs and household appliances and donations are in big-time need right now. Mm. We need beds, twin size particularly, full and queen also, but uh, right now twin beds are very much needed uh, for families. Refrigerators, good working uh, appliances, very much needed. Dressers, sofas, clothing items for men, uh, specifically sizes 34 and 38 pant sizes. So if you have any of those items and you uh, wish to donate them, please just contact me here and we'll make sure that you get uh, set up with those connections. And, you know, some of you may be thinking, a refrigerator? You know, you can't possibly oh, get it. It is amazing what God does. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the need will go out for a refrigerator. Uh, once in a while, it's a, someone who's a diabetic yeah. and cannot afford one and needs it for their medicine. Other times, it's a single mom with several children. And, and believe it or not, and this is always amazes us, God will touch the heart of someone who has an extra refrigerator right. and, and supply that. So uh, pray towards that end, and if you have one that you're not using that's in good operating condition, we'll be happy to put it to use for you. You bet. You know, as we discuss, share, and, and realize the many areas and, and opportunities to serve, it's it's just a real privilege uh, to, introduce, to introduce our guests, who truly are servants of the city. We have with us the senior pastor of the First Southern Baptist Church of Ceres, 
Pastor Randy Clark, and also the Executive Director of the Second Harvest Food Bank of Manteca, Mike Mallory, and just welcome to Lighthouse Live, both of you gentlemen. Thank you. I'm just sitting here listening to what's going on. I'm in shock. This is fantastic. I mean, this is alive. This is nice. This is really nice. Well, and Randy, I, I don't know if you remember or not, but many moons ago, probably around the time of the ark. Uh, <laughs> my, what, you're admitting the age? Yeah, well, <laughs> there's no use now. Bless your heart. Uh, I think my wife and I came down to your church, and we did a little marriage uh, thing during a banquet or so it was a long time ago it was maybe 10 yeah, I think 10 11 right. years ago yeah it was yeah. quite a while but uh i've been there almost 15 so it's oh, well, that would fit in the possible. time frame well not quite when the ark was around right but, but you know <laughs> well you know wait time out here for just a second before we go on pastor mike just mentioned marriage and today he and Lori are celebrating their 18th year Amen. of marriage well, so we want to say happy anniversary yeah, to yes, pastor absolutely. mike and Lori Thank douglas you. today so Absolutely. One of the best decisions God ever had me make. Uh, Happy anniversary to them. Okay, carry on. I hope she considers that the same. (laughs) Carry on, Uh, carry on. Every man has to have that that woman behind him. Every man has to have it. Absolutely. And he's got a great one. (laughs) Thank you for that. Same way. Isn't that true, uh, Pastor Randy? I mean, God provides us a helpmate. Absolutely. And uh, and without without that pairing, without that dynamic of Christ working through that partnership, I don't know. You know, where we'd be in ministry many times. What do you think? Absolutely correct. I, I know I would not have accomplished anything over the years. Uh, my wife now being married 44 years. Amen. Oh, congratulations. September, and so uh, uh, she's been a real help, um, a real support and encouragement over the years. And, mm. yeah, you're, you're right. It, it takes Amen. a team. It really does. Amen to that. You guys wear so many hats. We were just talking about <laughs> all the hats that you wear. And uh, you were the leader of the series Ministerial Association for all those years. You just last year passed that hat on. Yes. Senior pastor of the First Southern Baptist Church of Series. Tell us a little bit about that, Randy. Well, I came to this church uh, in 1993 from... Uh, of all places, San Diego, right uh-huh. on the coast. And oh, so beautiful down there. Many, <laughs> pe- many, many people have wanted to check my sanity. It truly is. Uh, if God calls you to do that, you, you would not be comfortable until you do what That's he calls right. you to do. Mm. Yeah. So we, we came here in 93, and it was um, right about the holiday season time, and the church gave out... Uh, food baskets to families during that time. We did about 60-some-odd baskets between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so during the year, I got to thinking um, and talking with one of the deacons, and I said, you know, what if we don't do so many baskets at Thanksgiving and Christmas, but then we'll have some food left because people are still hungry in Mm. January and February, you know. And Mm -hmm. pretty soon he started hauling food into the building, and uh, we've been giving food to people every week for the last, I don't know, 13, 14 years. Uh, we, we give food to about between 125 and 150 families every month, and it's, it's completely volunteer in our church. We, mm. we have love no that staff word. member that does that. We have a volunteer staff person that heads it up, but we have no staff member. It's not totally our church membership. It's, you know, we, we'll have people that come and get food from us, and then we'll we'll come back at some point and say, I, I just want to help. Amen. And, Amen. and they'll plug into uh, to helping with the program. Uh, and it, it's an amazing opportunity to share with people. 
to, to let them know that we care beyond just their, their spiritual uh, needs. We care about their physical needs. And, of course, that right. opens doors for us many times to right. share uh, on, the, on the spiritual side as well. But, uh, yeah, we've been there. Uh, besides doing that, I, I, well, I got involved with Second Harvest because we were getting food for them, and there was an opening on the board. <laughs> And I thought and we like hey, that. If we're going to get food from them. We might <laughs> as well be on the board. So and Mike say. said, "We got the hook, oh, and you let's reel them in, right?" <laughs> so I've been doing that for a long time. I don't even know how many years I've been on the board, but uh, uh, and and there are many hats that that you wear. You yeah. know, uh, I've taken kids on world changer projects. Uh, from I did one in Alabama, uh, and then we've been to Beaumont, California, Clovis. We've been to. Tacoma, Washington, mm. Modesto, Bremerton. Mm. Uh, so we take the kids, and, and it's a tremendous, tremendous thing. I go to camp with kids. Uh, we'll, last week of this month, we'll be at camp. Um, and like you say, I've been part of the Ministerial Association. I'm involved in our denomination. And I'll have a class in the fall, a seminary class that I'll teach in the fall. So awesome. do some of those things. You know, Pastor Randy and, and, and Mike, before we go any further, because I know it's going to come up, can we deal with some definitions before we go on? Because a lot of folks who are listening won't know the difference between a food bank and a food pantry and Ooh. shared maintenance. And, yeah. you know, okay. so can we hit some of those terms right now and kind of define those so we, uh, we have a frame of reference as, as we go on through the hour here? Our church is like the retailer. <laughs> And Second Harvest Food Bank is like the wholesaler. That's where we get the food from that we're able to give to people. And I'll let Mike talk about the food bank and, and how the food bank operates. We're paying him the big bucks. He might as well. There's a story behind this. We won't go into that story. But, the big bucks but, are you but, being? Uh... <laughs> there's a story. We'll talk about it offline. But uh, it's, uh, and I, I was on the board for about 10 years mm. uh, with Randy, and that's why I'm saying it's really a nice uh, – it's a nice team, and, and and when you do something out of your heart, right. which we do, yes. um, it, it, you go to work excited every day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're about Randy, how, how many square feet? Seventeen seventeen thousand square feet, and we're like a distribution center. We we get the donations in from the, the donors, the General Mills, the 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 Kellogg's. I mean, all the different places, and and then we distribute it out to 160 agencies in both Stanislaus and San Joaquin. So it's a, it's a it's a big job, but the, the nice part is when you see the people come in, you go out and talk to them, mm. and you see what we're doing. The, the hard thing right now, and we all know, is what's happening. Do I do health insurance? Do I pay for my gasoline? Yeah. Or do I buy food? And we're not just seeing just normal. We're seeing people that have two incomes that are, that are mm-hmm. st- struggling. Indeed. So the demand's gone up for for food, yet our donations are dropping. But I mean that's and, that, and, and it's going to turn because you have to have the right out. I look at it as half full, not half empty. Amen. That's, that's right. You have to. You that's can't. I mean, I can't right. sit and say, "Poor me, woe is me." I look at it. What are we going to do to to, to fill that mm-hmm. the gap? And and that's why I come down. And when I get talking to Randy, he he likes to talk. He doesn't get to talk when I come down because I just tell him all the things going hundred miles now. So we and he goes, "Okay, are you done yet?" So, but there's a lot of exciting things going on, and I think that that we have to look at it that way. We have to take and step out of our comfort zone that's right. and and realize that God's going to provide. Um, I'm fortunate. I have to share this. This hasn't do anything to do with a food bank, but Randy married my wife and I too. Oh, so amazing! Oh, so yes, I thought I'd share that one. Anyway, so going back on this. Um, and, and, and we, you know, we all drift 
in our in our faith. At least I do. I should say we all. I drift in my faith. But you know, when you work in a place, whether it's education, whether it's Second Harvest, your, your faith is so strong because mm-hmm. you know you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a job. It's just not a job. It's something you're giving, and, and you're receiving back the smiles, the people mm-hmm. saying thank you. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I mean, we're a big uh, a big. We've been there since 1976. So it's it's. It's got a good reputation. We we need more donations, and and we do have that. Uh, what is it? Uh, local uh, www.localfoodbank.org. That's our our website. Just I throw it in there. Good, awesome. Well, That's that great. Is, that is terrific. We want to get that in there. Yes. Localfoodbank.org. Org. Localfoodbank.org. And it's just, it's just nice yeah. to see, Pastor Mike, just the nice people that 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 we deal with, and yeah. and yet you know what? When you can take and go home at night. And say we help those people. Yes. What a feeling! Oh. I mean, that, is, that, that is a God thing. It, it is. is, and a lot of people can't say that. They pick their paychecks up, and that's it. So I thank Randy for uh, staying on the board. He's been on there, mm. uh, I guess, about forty-five years now. Is that about right, Randy? <laughs> <laughs> but we're not letting him go. I'll tell you that uh, much. <laughs> so the uh, the food bank is is the wholesaler, right. and uh, right. you you gather the items, and right. then the food pantries are places they. They come and get their food from you, right? And uh, then they are kind of like a, a retail uh, outlet, uh, yeah, so outlet, to speak. Exactly. Yes, yes. It, the, the food bank. Uh, we, I want to, I want to say charge, but I don't want people to get the wrong idea. We have a handling fee that helps right. us to turn the lights on and put fuel in the trucks and those types of things. And once you understand it. Um, we charge up to 17 cents a pound at the food bank. Now, go to the grocery store and try to buy a pound of coffee for 17 cents. Not going to happen. And produce normally is very low, um, a few cents a pound because Three, four it, cents a pound. it yeah. needs to go out right away or it will spoil. Right. And so it, it just goes right through. So when I say up to 17 cents a pound, uh, there's nowhere else that a pantry or an agency can go and get as much food for the dollar that they have to spend than at the food bank. Uh, and that, again, is partly because uh, we, we, we have a great network of uh, product donors. Um, the hard things to get are the canned goods because the shelf life is so long yeah, on those. Right. Um, uh, some of the the higher protein items, uh, some of those things. But then we uh, we have um, monetary donations that help mm-hmm. us be able to uh, go out and buy those. And then we we uh, co-op together with other food banks so that when we go and buy, uh, we're not buying uh, a thousand pounds of rice. We're buying uh, we're buying a hundred thousand sure. pounds of rice to get that quantity discount. Uh, and so I'm stepping on Mike over here, but uh, well, I think really to, to, to add to that, I'll give you, I always thought, well, how do you make people see as, as a visual? Um, if you took a box of cereal, you pay what five dollars in yeah, the store? Sure. Well, you get 12 boxes for two dollars. Wow, okay. So you get 60 dollars worth of cereal mm-hmm. for two dollars. Now I'd like to do that personally. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I, I'm, I'm not getting that, but I mean, that's what that's what they're getting. So, it, so the handling fees don't cover it. I mean, right. they don't cover everything, so we get donations. But, but it's just fun to see people walk in and see them pick that box—not a box, but eight, nine boxes of cereal mm-hmm. or, or two cases or a pallet. Quantity. And it's for, it's for very minimal cost, 
And that's what we can do. And that's what's so nice about it. It's mm-hmm. we're giving back, you know, and that's fun. I mean, but at the same time, we do need donations because everybody yeah, needs donations. Certainly. And, Mike, yep. you talked about going home and feeling, feeling good, good. about the job you're doing and the relationships Absolutely. that you're forming with the people that you're serving. Talk Absolutely. about that a little well, bit. Well, you know, I've always been kind of a people person in my other life before, um, and I've always been on the board for it seems like a long time. <laughs> but... Uh, to me, anybody can go and do a job and get a paycheck, and I've been fortunate in, in both my lives. I've had, I've had the, the experience of, of helping people and going home and feeling good about it. Mm. Education's one, and now this is the second. And you know, it's just not everybody's fortunate. And, and I guess, I guess how I relate that is when I was young, something happened to my family, and and we didn't have food, and so that's what brought me to the board 10, mm. 11 years ago. Mm. So now I see that I'm in that position to help others. Yeah. And when you can do that, because you know what it feels like, mm-hmm. then you're able to do it. And so you feel good about it. You actually go home. And you honestly, I'm saying this, you cannot wait to get to work the next day. That's right. How do yeah. you, you know, how do you, what, how are we going to strategize today? How are we going to get this? And it's kind of a fun thing. So I, I guess it's, it's something I just feel inside. My wife feels it, and she sees it, and she goes, and she's, in the morning she writes where she goes, Zip it, Mike. You're talking too much. Slow it down a little bit. Because I start early in the morning. I'm going to hurt my hour. So it, it is fun. So I feel good about it. I mean, I feel like I'm giving something back. Amen. So, amen. Totally know that feeling. Yeah. It's, a, it's calling, isn't it? I, I think it is. And you know what? It, it, that's a good question because the church that I go to is Heartland Church in Lodi. And he wants me to come. He said, Mike, there's a place for you. And I said, well, when the time's, when the time's right. But I, there is a place. And to me, the place has to be God's place. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. And God put me here. And I told that to Randy. And there's, you know, when the time's up, I'll go somewhere else. But right now, I feel that God has placed me in this place because yes. I have the energy level and I, and I feel good about it. And, and it is a God thing. There's no doubt That's in right. my mind it is. So, Amen. Amen. And Amen. the people who work there with you, the volunteers, yes. right? No, we have paid, but we have some volunteers. Some too, but we, have, volunteers. we have some paid, yeah. And they feel the same way. Well, you, you know, Randy, you tell them that. You've talked to the people that work there. Well, the, the people that work there, uh, this is not a for-profit corporation. And so they're not going to make the kind of salary they might make somewhere else. But part of what they're doing is their dedication to, uh, you know, to the Lord's work, their dedication to seeing that people have food, uh, drives them to be able to, uh, to do this. And, and in, in a sense, part of their remuneration is the, the feeling of, really accomplishing something that is meaningful Amen. in the lives of people. Not, not just the people that they work with, but people they will never see. Uh, because when, when an agency comes to the food bank, there may be a couple of people that come, one driving and one to help load or unload. But then that food goes out to that agency, like to our church, and then uh, during the month, 125 to 150 families will receive, and and it's not always the same people every month. And so, if you multiply that out through a year's time, uh, 10 years, 12 years time that we've been doing this, uh, you can imagine how many people's lives have been touched by Second Harvest Food Bank. And so, you have to be able to kind of see this beyond just the individuals we have physical contact with, but those that are out there that we will never see, but we know that we have touched their life in a significant way. I think to answer to real quick, yes. um, two, three employees, I can tell you, two in the front 
Sherry Stevens and Doug uh, Moffitt have been there 10 plus years. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, and Gail has been there 10 plus years mm -hmm. in the back. Mm -hmm. And they, I mean, they don't make a lot of money. I mean, they make money. I mean, they survive, but their paychecks, and right. not today's exactly, but I can tell you that they're doing it and they love to do it. They're so excited. They come to work after all those years the same way. You know, we can so relate. And what, what, what a blessing. And, you know, I just, uh, I love what John Waller says in his song, Let It Be Said of Us. And we can choose to be a blessing. And here is the blessing on Lighthouse Live.
That's the blessing from John Waller on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike, Elaine, Pastor Randy Clark, and Mike Mallory. Isn't that a great song? It's a choice now. We can choose to be a blessing for life. And I think that's, that's what we're, uh, we're desiring to do as we're handing out food baskets or we're serving the community in whatever capacity we're doing. Do you not agree, Pastor Randy Clark? Yeah, completely. That's, uh, that's the calling that God calls us to, to be servants. You know, I, we were talking earlier, um, Mike and, and, and Randy as well, about the fact that a lot of us in full-time vocational ministry could do something else for a lot more money. And some of us used to. Right? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, but there's something about being exactly where God wants you to be. You know, in baseball, you'd call it the sweet spot on the bat. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing like being right where God wants you to be. It's not about the money. It's it's about how he works through you and, and surrendering to him. And is, does it get any better than that? I, I can't imagine it being mm-hmm. any better than that. Not even in yeah. San Diego. <laughs> Not even in San Diego. <laughs> well, and now I grew up in, in the Los Angeles area in Pasadena. I didn't even know what a Modesto was 25 years ago, you know. So here, here we are. And I don't know if you knew where Ceres was. But, I had uh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. One of the deacons that came down to um, talk to me about coming up here had lived in Vista and, and mm. uh, knew who I was because of relationship of churches, you know, and what mm-hmm. have you. So, uh, and and then he was the one that started the food program at our church. And so, it's a kind of a an interesting way that God puts things together, you know. And, you know, here's a interesting point because there, you know, a lot of churches may be thinking, and and maybe some ministries are thinking, gee. Uh, we might like to do that, but it seems so overwhelming. It seems such a daunting task. Uh, talk a little bit about small beginnings and how God blesses that and, and, and how you just respond to him and, and allow him to grow it. Absolutely. Uh, I think that you begin with however many people you can take care of. You begin with however many dollars you have to buy some food with to, to share with people. And... Our ministry is totally a faith ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we don't we don't have a budget item in our church budget that says this is how much we're going to spend on this. Uh, it's it's by donation. It's by uh, grants that we receive from different organizations. But um, you know, you you start with five families, mm-hmm. ten families if you can do that, and watch God bless that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and 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 not be afraid to step out on faith, uh, believing that God is going to do something, but then giving God the credit when He does something, Amen. Uh, seeing that uh, that it's God's hand at work, and and then uh, recognizing that God blesses, so that we will recognize that and and mm. trust Him that He will bless again. Mm. Uh, not to be presumptuous upon God, mm. but I, I believe that God blesses in order that we will understand that he's a loving father who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, right. owns all those hills, too. Uh, and um, and so he has the ability to provide. Uh, sometimes we have no idea where it's going to come from, mm-hmm. but he has the ability to provide. And, and when he does, it's to help Build our faith. Mm. 
just a just a quick story off of this. First church I pastored was in Borrego Springs, down in the desert of San Diego County, and I had gotten out of the army and moved to San Diego. Lived in Imperial Beach. Always thought that San Diego was ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we had a lot of beach, but not a whole lot of water <laughs> in Borrego Springs. But we went out there, little church. Uh, the first few weeks we were there, there were uh, uh, there were twelve of us, uh, five of them being my family. So I know what it is to be the pastor of a small church. We had nothing. We had no property. Uh, we we're meeting in an old rundown building. Uh, but the time came, and, and uh, we tried to buy property. We couldn't buy it. A fella called me and said, "I want you to look at a piece of property and see if this will." work for you better piece of property than what we tried to buy so i called him i said what do you want for it oh no no he says you misunderstand we want to give it to you Mm -hmm. and and through that building experience uh one of the fellows in our denomination called me and said can you use 18 guys for a week on your building wow and i uh, said does a bear have hair (laughs) sure (laughs) And, and i could tell you just uh example after example that was a miracle building a few years ago, my wife and I had the opportunity, actually our whole family, because the kids were all in California at that time, we had the opportunity to go back to Borrego Springs for its 30th anniversary. The building's still there. They were ready to do building number two. Wow. And, uh, you know, the church is flourishing. And and to see that has helped me in other situations to know that if it's God's program, hmm. God will bless it with whatever it needs for that program to happen. And, and it's the same thing with food ministries. It's the same thing with the food bank. Mm-hmm. If it's God's program, he is going to bless it so that it can be a blessing to others. I probably Randy concurs with here. you. I mean, uh, Mike oh, concurs I, with you. Yes. It's one of those things that it, if I've seen in, I'm, I'm, the more I give, he just keeps giving back. Mm. And sometimes you want to say enough, but he says, no, you're giving. We're going to give back because then you get more to give more. Mm. And I really believe that if you give from the heart, you have to give from the heart. Yes. And it will come back to you tenfold. Easy. And then you give again. And you got to do it to help others. I give to help others. Absolutely. And this, this food bank does it on a daily basis. And I just see and I just I, I don't even want to count the number of t- lives we touch. Mm. But I can tell you God's touching those lives. And you see people's their faces light up, their eyes light up. This is something they haven't seen, this kind of food, in a long time. So they're taking it back. As Randy says, sometimes you don't see the people actually get the food. But but we know we're touching people's lives, and we know someday they're going to touch somebody, and they're going to touch somebody. Everybody touches somebody. You know, again, our motives have to be correct. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be It's got to be God. You know, I always, we want it in our time, but it's in God's time. That's right. And it's real hard to do that, but we get real impatient sometimes. You know, I don't know about your board, <clears throat> but our board here at AVC, and I don't think they mind me saying that, um, I have... I have seven wonderful men of God. Yes. And they're all type A businessmen. Wow. You know, I mean, they are type A. I have a. some of that board? Yeah, well. <laughs> no, there are no. You know, and, 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 and we all kind of think along the same, same lines like Nike. Just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. let's just get the job yes. done. And, but, but sometimes it's hard when God says no. Mm-hmm. I want to do it a different way for my purposes, mm-hmm. right. you know, and, and that's where it's really neat also on, on the supplier side of, of services to see people grow. Because when you when you backtrack a little bit and say, OK, God, I, I'm going to I'm going to stop this direction because obviously it's not where you want me to go. I'm just going to wait for you and and you show me what you want. It is incredible 
what he does in, 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 in our, our faith walk really deepens through that. So not only is he, I think, doing a work in the lives of people who are being touched by the food, that's obvious, right. but I think there's a, a dynamic work that goes on on the servant side. You know, and, and some of those things I don't think we'll realize until we're on the other side of eternity and right. see the impact of it. There, there's some dynamite stuff going on in the lives of people who are helping. But don't you think, too, that, as you said, it's a growth for all of us. Mm-hmm. And if you have the right board and the right people, they all see the growth. Yes. And they'll help right. you when you're struggling. Right. Because we all struggle. And I'll say, no, I want to do it my way. And they'll say, no, Mike, trust me, it's got to be this way. And I think when you have that kind of board, and I'm fortunate Randy sees that. Mm. And I think that's important. And you, you, you back off and you let God do his thing. Okay, Mike, let's slow it down a little bit. Because I get going about 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Cut it down about 75, Mike. You're, you're going a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> We're with Randy Clark and Mike Mallory. And we've got lots more on Lighthouse Live right after this. Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure, simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22, 39, to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs. The very first story that Mike told about AVC involves serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community. And in that moment, God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen. And as I saw the setup of the database, I realized that AVC is a wonderful partner with my own congregation. It helps us be more effective. This organization comes along and says, I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs. And then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. ABC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department. Habitat and ABC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others. AVC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. AVC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. AVC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. AVC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community. Well, it works. 
And I, I, I believe that as in our companies, as being uh, formerly a businessman in, in, in Stanislaus County and, and uh, other counties in the state as, as, as well, that uh, our companies were only as, as successful as our weakest link. And I believe that to be the same case in our communities and in our cities, that we can only be as much as we're going to be based upon the capacity and the ability of others to participate at an increased level and quality of, of life. You know, some of us can do, donate a little money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life. You know, it's not only hearing it, but it's seeing them and it's being there in person and seeing the, the need that they have and hopefully being able to do something about it. I will tell you as you know, your chief of police in the city of Modesto, we need your help in the community making a difference. Volunteer, I know we can put you to work. And I, I promise you, if you get involved, you'll feel better. You'll be happier. How can we partner with you to meet the needs of our city? We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing vibrant communities, faith in action, pure, simple, proven effective, carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves. Thank you. And we're the back. Uh, we're, you know, $400 for my nose and now my mouth doesn't work. Try What's again. with that? Hey. Yeah. Back with you here on Lighthouse Live. <laughs> Pastor Mike Douglas with you along with Elaine Harlan, our producer and co-host, of course, our uh, faithful intercessor, the inimitable mm. Mr. Owl, Al Ramsey with us, uh, Big John Engel, the ever-ready bunny here. And... Um, from uh, the Second Harvest Food Bank in Manteca, uh, we have Pastor Randy Clark, also pastoring in series, and uh, their uh, interim executive director, Mike Mallory, with us. And just talking over the blessings, uh, you know, the trials and tribulations, but through that, the blessings that God provided, that God provides uh, when, when we're willing to surrender and just allow him to lead. Randy and, and Mike, what about uh, some of the offshoots? What, what else is happening uh, in uh, in your ministry, well, we do we do a couple of programs uh, through the food bank um, that I I am really proud of. Uh, we do a food for thought program, and this is where uh, elementary school kids mostly are involved with this. And if they uh, put in so many hours of uh, after school tutoring, then they earn a bag of groceries to mm. take home wow. and if there's two kids three kids in the family they if they all do it they all get that bag of groceries to take home amen and they yeah. get it twice a month twice a month yeah. twice a month twice so a twice month. a month this child can bring home uh, a bag of groceries and the idea is is to help these kids who are in families that uh, are welfare families or are low-income families to understand that there is a reward for work. I like that concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a reward for work. And, and to see these kids, you know, th- it, it changes their whole attitude yeah, about life right. to be able to bring home this bag of earth. I, I can relate to it because I grew up in a single-parent home from the time I, well, before I was a year old, my father left. And so mm-hmm. I, I can relate to being having very little sure. and and, and and the sense of, of self-worth and, and what have you, if a child can bring that home, mm. it, it can greatly enhance their, their, their self-worth. The other program that we do is the Senior Brown Bag Program. 
and, and this is a program where we provide food to seniors, um, mostly, uh, well, I think all of us in, in uh, San Joaquin County at this point, uh, but um, I think there's uh, over 3,000 seniors that receive food. Wow. At least, mm. yeah. I yeah. Think so. mm. and, and so we're providing at both ends of the scale, and then the, the, the pantries then are providing for the in-between uh, for the families, uh, the, the single-parent families or the families that are just struggling, uh, and, and they can come and get uh, supplemental groceries through the pantries. But those two programs, um, I, I am so sold on the food for thought thing, and, and I wish we could get it in more schools and, and, and really help more kids. Uh, the senior brown bag, again, uh, it's, it's to plug in nutrition into their because they're having to choose. When they go to the grocery store, they're having to choose, and sometimes they're not able to afford the nutritious things because uh, of, the, uh, of the price tag that's there. So we're helping them also uh, in doing this. So it's, it's, when, you, when you look at it, it's kind of a broader picture than just the pantry. Uh, and, and that's what draws me to be a part of this whole thing mm -hmm. is that uh, we have the opportunity to, to really affect the lives uh, of, of kids, of families, and of senior adults. This is so cool. I, I think to, to, to maybe piggyback on a little bit, <clears throat> the other part is the programs are phenomenal. But I like the fact that, that we, I mean, we get donations from our donors, and, and you're going to get certain things from, from the big donors, but, but there's still certain things that are left out. And if we get donations and we write grants, then we can buy the other high-protein, I mean, buy other things that, that are more nutritious with that money, which is kind of nice. So we get certain uh, certain donations, and we go out and we turn around and buy and complement those. So now all of a sudden the kid's not just getting a little bit. He's getting a variety. So And that's the fun part. And we have people put those packets together. And I actually went out. I went on the big trucks. I went on the little trucks. I went to the seniors. I went to, I went to all that stuff. And it was really enlightening. And I saw the seniors walk up with their little um, – uh, carry uh, the little rolling, <laughs> the Carts. rolling bag. Oh yeah, and they were they were loading them up, uh -huh. and they got their little bag. And they look they look inside of it. Everything had to be there. And there were also the other part to this is, we went that day, and there were twenty six homes we delivered to that couldn't get out of their homes. Cool. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Sure. So we did that. So I got to go do that. Mm -hmm. So it, it is like Randy said. I think it's just it's it's just a great feeling to go see these people. And sometimes we're the only people they see for a while. That's right. You know, we mm -hmm. bring that food right. to them, and and. Uh, we find out, we talk to them for, for a few minutes and, you know, conversation. And then the kids, you know, I mean, think about it. If you don't have a full stomach, you can't think. That's right. That's so right. if we can give them a full time, I know what it meant to go without food and go to school. I, I, I didn't feel good. Wow. And these little kids are probably seeing the same thing, a single parent. So we're providing that. And we want to provide more. You know, and, and I think the other aspect of the food for thought um, idea, Randy, is that there's there's dignity mm -hmm. in receiving mm -hmm. the help. That's right. But, you know, God has implanted in us a sense of work. Mm -hmm. Whether we choose to do it or not is another matter. But inside of us, there's that d divine spark to work. And uh, if we can instill that in people and give them some dignity and and uh, self-assurance in the process, man, that that, that could affect generations for that child. Absolutely. You know, another thing that we've done... Um, and this is really a, a little-known thing. You know, um, in the schools, they have these standardized tests, and the kids take these tests. Well, in many schools, the schools are 
uh, in areas where the kids are underprivileged, mm. and they may come to school with no breakfast or or no lunch. They're, they're going to get breakfast or lunch there at school. But what we have done is we have provided on, on test days um, high-protein snacks yes. to the schools yes. to, to give to the kids as they're doing the testing. Awesome. And, and 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 we feel like that's making a difference. It's helping. Sure, in, absolutely. In those, those we actually situations. got letters back. I, I, should, I didn't show this with Randy. We got letters back from the the students. They each wrote a letter, and then the the, the teachers did too, thanking us. But the one kid said, "You know, I don't like that snack, but thanks." <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Listen, Mike, we're uh, unfortunately, oh, uh, unfortunately, you know, yes. eternity is timeless, but our time isn't. And we're oh. bumping the clock here. We have about 60 seconds left. Uh, first, uh, give us that website, uh, localfoodbank.com or, or dot .org. Localfoodbank.org. Right? .org. And tell us how our people can pray for the Second yes. Harvest Food Bank. I think they just continue to, to pray and, and, and ask for not just donations, but to, to bring people to us that are in need. Yeah. I think it's... It's one thing to, to, to take that we want to give to. So we like the donations. They help us to give back to the people. So just pray that, that we get more donations, but we also get more people that are out there and, and will humble themselves. And that's that's the big thing, humbling. Mm-hmm. And God bless you both for all that you do and, and all that you're doing in the community. And Pastor Randy, God bless you at First Southern Baptist in Series. And bless you, dear friends, wherever you may happen to be listening. Tune in again next week. Our special guest will be Senior Pastor Chuck Adams of the Carpenter's Houses. We have a special Father's Day salute here on Lighthouse Live. Until then, may God continue to bless you. Thank you for listening.